What's up, guys? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. Oh, man. Today we got not one, not two, but three sponsors. Three sponsors bringing Date Fails to you. Very grateful, number one. Big thanks for Sagely Naturals sponsoring Date Fails. Sagely Naturals has superior standards for their CBD products, which are completely THC free. I am wearing my Sagely Naturals Stress Relief oil right now. I feel very stress-free. It's got me feeling like my best self. And right now you guys can get 20% off your first order at sagelynaturals.com slash date fails. So I want you to go check that out right now. Sagelynaturals.com slash date fails. Next up is Green Chef. Thank you, Green Chef, which is a USDA certified organic company. They're supporting date fails. Guys, go to greenchef.us slash date fails and get $50 off your first box of paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, meditarian, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten free, and or omnivore Green Chef meals. They sent me meals. They were amazing. You guys, seriously, the quality of the food they sent me was unbelievable. You got to go check it out. Greenchef.us slash date fails. Lastly, we've got Lively. You guys, I didn't know what Lively was. It's like the most comfortable lingerie I've ever put on in my life. They call it, uh, I think they call it leisure. You guys, the bras they sent me were so cute and comfortable. I want you guys to go check them out. Check out Lively right now. Thank you, Lively, for supporting Date Fails. For a limited time, my listeners will get $10 off your first leisure order by visiting wherelively.com slash datefails. Enter my promo code datefails. That's wherelively, L-I-V-E-L-Y.com slash datefails and enter my promo code datefails. You guys know I don't usually wear bras and I've been wearing these lively ones because they're so cute and comfortable. I'm going to take a picture in them. Anyway, go check out my three sponsors. Let's get to it, guys. Yeah! What's up? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. I'm here with a special guest today. This is a bonus episode of Date Fails. Um, Every once in a while, it happens. I meet someone who's actually doing something interesting. Not that the rest of my guests aren't interesting, but like, you're a comic. Okay, first of all, uh, my friend, comedian, Andrew Rose is here today. Hello. Andrew, uh... You kind of are helping run this new spot in town called the do- the Dojo of Comedy, right? How yep. are you involved in that? Um, I uh, saw, I heard uh, uh, Tripoli, uh, Sam Tripoli was on um, uh, Burt Kreischer's podcast, and he mentioned Sycamore, and then I just, I'd never met Sam. This is probably six months after I got out here, and uh, just trying to do the typical open mics, go to the store, sign up, blah, 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 and uh, I just, I know, I Saw him and I was like, I think that's Triple So I just said, Sam. And he said, Yeah. And then I just talked to him. I said, I'd love to help out. I said, If you need help barking or setting up chairs or whatever, just let me know. And then um, got with him. Uh, he got me to another guy that was running one of 
uh, the show as a producer named Kenny, and then through him I met Trevor, who uh, you, you know uh, runs uh, the dojo alongside Triple A. And then I just so kinda... you just heard Sam mention it on a podcast, and you were like, "That's like, that's so smart that you volunteered." So many comics don't yeah. do that, like volunteer to just help bark for t- for yeah. people that aren't comedians and don't know what that means. Barkers like actually stand on the street, like you know when you go to New York or Vegas and people try to give you tickets to stuff. They're like, "Hey, come in here," and they give you like yeah. in Vegas they give you like stickers of naked girls to. Get <laughs> to the strip clubs, clubs. Yeah. yeah the comedy version of that is we call it barking so you stand on the street and you beg people to come in and then they reward you with stage time yeah so sometimes though when when like you bark i mean sometimes it's great like i did a show in new york recently and the barkers brought a lot of people in that was cool yeah but i've had it go the wrong way too like i just did a show and the door guys were barking and they had a woman come in who was fucking crazy right this woman came in she was like an oc housewife in a full pink tracksuit but she seemed like a housewife who'd probably been kicked out like a week before and had just been on like a bender living on the street (laughs) in her tracksuit like she was like hot homeless kind of dirty super crazy and she came in and she was heckling us first of all badly but this was at a bar not a comedy club so it's hard to kick someone out for that at a bar. Right, because she could just be there to drink or whatever. and Yeah, Yeah, and then I got off stage and she said, Hey, um, I'm actually a local comedian. I work all the clubs in L.A. How do I sign up for stage time? Which made me know that she was not a local comedian right. because it was not an open mic. Like, there was no sign up. Like, it was a booked show. So, um, yeah, that was an awkward situation. And then when I got off stage, she also asked if she could give me some suggestions, which comics always love. Yeah. We love nothing more than drunk, crazy hecklers yep. offering us advice. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a joke you can use. Here, you take this one with you. I was just, ah, just... Yeah, I'm like, nah, bitch, get away from me. But, uh, yeah, but sometimes barking can go great, you know? Yeah. It can go the other way, and you get people in. and So that's brilliant. What did you think when you met... Sam Tripoli is one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. First time you met Sam, what did you think? Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's been a minute since I met him. I, uh, is that like two years ago? Uh, l- a little over a year okay. ago, yeah. Um, uh, not much, because it was mostly through text. Most of them, it was via text at first. and oh, then okay. So it, w- it wasn't a lot, because I didn't realize he's got his shows on the road, and he's also doing stuff at the stores, and the two podcasts, he got a lot of shit going on. Oh my God, Sam so, has so much shit going on. He's blowing up this year. Yeah. And it, his podcast, for those of you that don't know, Sam Tripoli has a podcast called Tinfoil Hat that I love. It's all about conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's so rad. So Sam started this room. And it's like a new club in town. It's really dope. It's at Sycamore Tavern. If you're in L.A., check it out. And that's mm-hmm. how I met Andrew. He runs some yeah. shows there. So uh, we started talking, and one thing led to another. And I was talking about how I've been trying to write a book forever. Writing a book is so... I think it's so hard because you really have to be... You really have to stick to a deadline. I recently got a writing job writing for a website. Okay. And then right around the same time, someone offered me... Um, like a deal to write a book. Yeah. And I took the writing job and then I just, I had to quit the writing job because I can only do one or the other. Now I'm working on the book. I can't, like I can only devote so much free time to actually writing when it's not like tweeting jokes. Right. I don't know yeah, how yeah. to explain it. Like I only have so much creative space for writing. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Okay. Cause then your brain just, you get, uh, you just get like tapped out. Yeah. And, yeah. I have, I have low attention span and no money for Adderall. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> 
You know enough <laughs> comics. You could this. You probably get it cheap. No, I'm it trying is. to not do Adderall. That's well, my thing. I'm trying to be herbal and stuff now. That's green tea for me. Anytime I've ever had to sit down and uh, like uh, when I was in college, if I had to like write papers or now if I just feel like writing a script or something like that, um, I always go to Denny's. Uh, just because I, it gets me away from, because if I'm at home, I got, a, you know, guitar, PlayStation, I got shit that'll distract me. And I know if I go somewhere else, I can, that's all I've got. I'm a hundred percent the same. Oh, yeah. I want to get an office so bad. Like Joey Diaz has a, an office in the Valley Yeah. and he uses it to podcast. It's his studio too. But I mean, like he goes there to work and stuff and it does make a difference. Like real people go to jobs. They leave and they go to their desk and they like work there. Yeah. I also think that working in your apartment too much can make your apartment not a place of peace for you. Uh, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, That's like, a good point. They say you're only supposed to have sex and read in your bedroom. You're not supposed to watch TV or do work because then your brain associates your bed with anxiety, like work and action and whatever's on TV. So huh. supposedly you sleep better. I, like, I don't have a TV in my room. Right. I try not to take my phone in there, but it's hard. I was hard. about to ask, yeah. It's hard because how do you watch porn? You use my I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. I do watch porn on my phone. Well, my phone who, has so many doesn't? viruses. What do you watch porn? Do, aren't you married or something? No, I'm single as hell. Why did I think you were married? Not misinformation. I don't know. I was supposed to have him over to podcast the other day, and I texted him because I had the worst cramps. So I have this thing called adenomyosis, which is like the... When you, I mean, the guys are going to like throw up, but like when you get your period, it's like literally like your uterus is like, is like breaking into pieces. Like it's like being stabbed Jeez. over and over. It's crazy. So the first day I'm like out. I mean, I literally like, I will take something that just knocks me out for like 18 hours and not talk to anyone, not text anyone. Right. It's crazy. It's like being shot. So I thought you were married. Because I texted him and said, hey, look, this might be TMI, but, like, I got the worst cramps in my life. I can't meet up today. And then, because I thought a married guy gets that, and then because you were like, <laughs> hopefully Mother Nature's done with you by Friday or whatever, and I was like, oh, this guy doesn't, he must not be married. I no. Oh, no, no, no. I was just, yeah, I was just, that's nah, just, nah, nah, just being silly. Uh, no, I, uh. No, not married, but like th that shit doesn't like bother me at all. Mainly because my mom was a labor and delivery nurse for thirteen years, fourteen no years. No way! Your mom was a labor and delivery nurse at home. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like she would be on the phone with people from work, or she'd be talking to people about like you know shit day at work. This lady did this, so oh, there was blood and man. shit everywhere. And I'm just a kid like eating Cheerios, like I'm <laughs> done now. I don't I need you, to. I thought you mentioned no, she did no, no, in home no. delivery because that that is a thing, you know. People have right. labor at yeah. home, and like I wonder, I wonder how many people have. Sh Wait, so is your mom a doctor? She she's a nurse, a nurse. labor delivery nurse. She's an RN, and she got her new, the like the next step up, like CR CFRNA or something like that. That's so cool. Your mom gets to like watch babies be like. I know that sounds like creepy yeah. or kind of gross for most people. Probably wouldn't want to watch babies coming out of vaginas all day, but that's like she's seeing like yeah. life happen all yeah. the time. She must have a different appreciation for life than me. Yeah. I have none. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I love life. It was, this is like one of the sweetest stories I got about my mom. She wanted to, she started thinking about being a nurse when she was in the hospital having me. And like she saw the nurses and was like, I want to do that. And then that's why she be, went to nursing school. And No way. Mm -hmm. What was she before? Uh, b b worked at 7-Eleven, worked at this gas station, that, just doing whatever. No way. I mean, my mom had me when she was like 19. She was young. Oh, she was really uh, young. Yeah, she's a young mom. Are you, the, are you an only child? No, I yes, like how it's you're weird. Thinking. Well, it's because like <laughs> I, I was an only child, 
uh, my family history is all split to weird. So uh, my mom got divorced. Uh, my mom and dad got divorced. My dad remarried, and then he had got married to a woman that had three kids. So that's my step-siblings. And then they got divorced, and they were together for 17 years. He got remarried again to a woman that had two kids. So I've got those step-siblings, and then the family that I had when he was married the first time. Wow. So that's five. My mom got remarried, had a daughter, which is my sister, uh, one of my sisters, uh, my half-sister, and then... Uh, uh, they got divorced and she got married again and then he has three kids. So I'm like one of, I think it's 11 or 12 if you count halves and steps and everything. Shit. And yeah, How many it's... do you actually keep in touch with regularly? Like besides like when you go home for Christmas, how many do you see? Uh, well, I haven't gone home for Christmas in two years, so uh, I got to figure that part out. Uh, <laughs> no, um, okay, when I, you go uh, home yeah, for yeah, whatever. No, I got you. Um, I see, um, for holidays, we, I, I see all of them but two. Uh, one, because uh, he's a horrible person, I don't like him. Uh, he's he's a heroin addict and uh, robbed a laundromat, so I'm not a big fan of that guy. Oh my god, I think I fucked him. Uh, if he ran through <laughs> Oklahoma, you may have. <laughs> oh, okay, if he doesn't live here. And then the other one I don't see, not to make it sad or whatever, but he passed away. So it's just, oh, it is, yeah, he's, I didn't get to know him. It happened at uh, stillbirth. He's a, died oh, in the wow. womb, so. He could oh, have been well. an asshole. I don't know. It never, you never know. Possible. See, I mean, you I mean, never know with those in-womb babies what's going to happen. got no idea. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, shit. But I've got two half-siblings that are my uh, sisters that I, I talk to them most of the time. That's crazy. A couple times a week if I can. Is anyone else a comedian in your family trying to be comic? Uh, nothing like that. My dad is a big um, uh, critic. Like, because I'll, I'll just run bits by him, just like as a thing. He's like, "No, man, it's not funny." And then he'll see it on stage. He's like, "Oh, this is pretty good." I was like, "But Dick, you said it wasn't like." I can't believe you run bits by your family. Just by my dad. Just by my dad. That's and amazing. Then my stepsister, um, or my step, my half sister, uh, Shelby. She uh, uh, on my mom's side. Uh, I grew up with her, um, and uh, I just always listen to comics. And then she had a real long. Uh, she's on band. She had like a twelve-hour bus ride one time, and I just gave her one of my old iPods. It was chock full of comedy. I said, just listen to this. It had, you know, Mulaney and Jesselneck and just, like, a broad spectrum of all these comics and Lewis Black and all this stuff. And she came back and she was like, oh, have you heard that? I was like, I heard everything. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> You're like, it's uh, my iPod, bitch. I've so, heard it all. Uh, yeah, and now she's telling me about, you know, comics that I don't even know of. Like, and she was like, oh, have you heard the new Chad Daniels thing? I was like, I didn't know who that was until you mentioned Now I'll go listen to his stuff. I'm like, oh, he's great. You know, just, like, all this Do you still listen stuff. to a lot of com- I don't listen to a lot of comedy, to be honest, because that's, I'm afraid I'll, like, Hear someone doing something as close to something I do, or it'll influence me, or I might accidentally say, like, I mean, there's so many stories of comics like accidentally yeah. saying something they heard another comic say and they forgot. I just get anxious about it, so I just listen to a little bit. Like my friends, when they put a special out, I listen to a little bit, and that's it. Yeah, I like. I, I mean, I, with podcasts especially, it's like you're still getting the laughter depending on the podcast, so I can kind of get it like ancillarily from not being the special but I, depending on who it is like Chappelle puts his stuff out like I, you gotta watch that and like I love Rogan I'll watch his stuff it's just yeah. I still watch it but it depends on you know who it is or who it what is. it is yeah 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 I don't watch much I did watch Rogan's I watched Jeselnik's cause I'm like a huge I just love Jeselnik I think yeah. he's a, just such a genius but I totally get it yeah um all right, well, let's get into what we... So, like, I brought Andrew here because I want to talk about the books he wrote because I think it's so cool that you wrote books, dude. Like, for real. So he wrote two books. I mean, these are... How would you describe... One is called Funny Facts. Well, it's kind of a part one and part two, right? Funny yeah. Facts for Your Unfunny Father. Funny Facts for Your Unfunny Father, Volume 2, which I know for my stepdad, I, I said to him... 
these kind of remind me of like I buy my stepdad bathroom readers because he yeah. loves to read in the bathroom and, and they're just like one one sheet funny. I mean it's kind of a joke book, really. That's exactly what it is, yeah, yeah. 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 So how did this happen that you like you're you have you're doing comedy, but you're still doing like a day job too at the mm-hmm. time at the moment, right? Yep. So then you decided to do books as a, another form of income. How did this happen? If possible, I uh, originally it started off. I uh, did this is May twelfth of two thousand seventeen. I just randomly on Instagram because uh, I was trying to grow my Instagram following and stuff. You know, gotta gotta do all the social media shit. And uh, this is before I moved out here. I uh, just did. I went online, found what's a random fact. I just found a punchline to it and I wrote a punchline to it and just put it out there it's kind of whatever um, and then I just did it again and I just kept going with my random fact of the day and then about four or five months in uh, I just kind of I don't know how it came to me I want to say my friend uh, mentioned it and there said something is like you should put it out as a book or something so I was like alright so just kind of started doing one a day and started so you would yeah. find a random fact and then you'd write a joke and you put it on your Instagram is that mm-hmm. what you're saying and then it became I totally get that yeah. I, everybody says that to me that I should do the DMs that I post and stuff oh, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally get it. Yeah. And so, like, for the people, though, like, part of the reason I wanted to have him on, you guys, is because this is a great example of how everybody wants, everybody's trying to find a way to make a living as a comic or as an actor, as a whatever. And they think they got to wait for, like, an agent to start booking them gigs or, like, something. But, like, this is a great example of how you can find an outside way to make something on your own because you self-publish these books mm-hmm. and you can Amazon. buy them on Amazon yeah. and you guys they're actually like real these are like real I mean this says not for resale because I think this is like a new it's, it's the proof those are the proof copies I ordered they're my author original copies and yeah but this the, looks so good yeah. he, he like found a guy that he paid a little bit of money to do the design for yeah. him and then he you did the whole inside of the book by yourself like with Microsoft Word Dude, it's crazy. Simple. It's really, it's one of those things. It's like the, the hardest step is the first. It's just like figuring like, uh, oh, just do it. Okay, I fucked up. Oh, well, you know, how do I fix the mess up? Just do this. And then you just kind of live and learn. This one I had done in like the the artwork and everything done in like May, but it didn't come out until November. It didn't come out. I put this one out in Thanksgiving and that one is out now. Um, but I just... Uh, it's just the trial and error. You're like, this didn't work. I got to do this. Didn't you guys work, can you know? all write books. If you don't get off your ass and write a book, you're a lazy piece of shit. I'm talking yeah. to myself. <laughs> it's like podcasting, too. I want to do a podcast, and I hear, like, I've got the equipment. I just, I don't, I have, like, an idea or whatever, so I just don't know. I think I'm just going to start doing the, 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 the bird, Leah, and Theo route and just do my own Dude, by myself do whatever you yeah. know what i say just make content if you don't have an idea but you think you have an interesting voice and some shit to talk about just start yeah. talking and it forms itself you know yeah. like this podcast is supposed to be all about bad dates and we still get plenty of that i have a good old doozy <laughs> but like <laughs> but like then we talk about other things and like i meet someone interesting and i want to talk to them and it's like it just you know sam tripoli didn't start out planning to do conspiracies he started out planning to do punch drunk sports yep. now he does conspiracies and Yep. You, know, you can do whatever you want, but yep. you're interesting. So how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, seven years in July. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was so long. It's been a minute. But yeah. you've only been in L.A. For, for how long? A year and a half? A year and three quarters. Okay. You do the math on that. All right, look, guys, I want to talk about these sponsors. Lively, I touched on this earlier. Lively 
I'm obsessed with the bras you guys sent me. I want the lively people to know. I'm not just saying this. Like, I loved the bras. They showed up. I haven't stopped wearing them. I am not normally a bra wearer because I don't find them to be very comfortable. But these lively bras are comfortable, and they're super duper cute. Lively offers bras and undies that blur the aesthetic lines of lingerie, activewear, swimwear, taking the best elements of high style and functionality from each category. They really do. Lively is kind of where style meets comfort. The fabric is so soft. They have cute prints, clever details. They've got bikinis. They've got swimwear. They've got lingerie. They call it leisure. It, it totally makes sense. I mean, the bra is so cute. I could wear it with an open-sided tank top or something and show it, and it's just... It's dope. You can get bralettes, t-shirts. They have t-shirts. They have push-up bras. They have plunge bras. They have no-wire bras. I'm a big fan of comfort. Nothing they sent me was uncomfortable. I want you guys to check it out. Uh, there's a lot of good things going on. If you refer a friend for every friend that signs up for Lively and makes a purchase, you receive 100 points, which is $10. They've got free and easy returns with prepaid shipping labels included in your package, so it's easy to return. I don't think you will. I think you'll love the bra. I'm obsessed with mine. Uh, I got the bralettes because that's what I'm into. I've got one that's kind of pink with flowers on it, one that's black and lacy. Just go check it out, wearlively.com slash datefails and enter my promo code datefails for $10 off your first order. For a limited time, get $10 off your first order by visiting wearlively.com slash datefails. That's W-E-A-R-L-I-V-E-L-Y.com slash datefails. One more time, that's W-E-A-R-L-I-V-E-L-Y dot com slash datefails. Enter datefails for $10 off your first order, guys. Don't sleep on this. Also, guys, a big thank you to Sagely Naturals. Sagely Naturals makes CBD products. They are THC-free. You will not get high from using these. All they have are the medicinal effects of hemp, the benefits of hemp. CBD, it's becoming really popular. I have friends who are athletes who use CBD for their sore muscles. My own mother uses CBD for her joint pain. My mom has lupus and she's found it helps with inflammation. I've been using it to help me sleep at night. I have trouble sleeping. I get anxiety. My brain ramps up. I overthink. And they sent me a uh, uh, basically, it's for anxiety. It's for stress. It's a CBD oil. They also have capsules you can take. And it's a combination of their CBD and other natural ingredients like lavender. And I mean, I'm telling you guys, this oil, it's like magic. I put it on my wrists. I calm down. I've been using it anytime I ramp up. I've been using it. Um, I use it for my cramps. This isn't even the one for pain, but it did help my pain. Maybe it relaxed my uterus. I don't know. I don't know how. It's like magical medicinal CBD medicine to me. I mean, they probably don't want me to call it medicine. It hasn't been approved technically, you know, as medicine by doctors or the FDA as far as, as, far as I know. Oh, this is great. I'm putting this into my own words. Sagely, I'm sorry for paraphrasing. It's just, I really like the product. It's really helping me. That's all I can base it on. It's helping me. 
uh, one more time, it is THC free, which is important because I'm not trying to get high. I'm trying to get well. And, you know, these are made with plant based ingredients. They're free of parabens, synthetic fragrances, artificial colors, dyes, no sulfates, sagely, sagely naturals has me feeling like my best self. Get 20% off your first order at sagelynaturals.com slash datefails. That's sagely, S-A-G-E-L-Y, naturals.com slash datefails for 20% off your first order. These statements, like I said, have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases, but they are amazing, and I hope you try them. One more time, that's sagelynaturals.com, S-A-G-E-L-Y, naturals.com, slash date fails for 20% off your first order. Go, get it, do it, live it. And guys, I got one more sponsor today, and that is Green Chef. Um, Green Chef If you're like me and you don't have a lot of free time to buy a lot of groceries and you occasionally want a home-cooked meal, you want to be eating healthy, Green Chef is the way to go. It's a healthier, wholesome, high-quality, sustainably sourced meal for you. Here's what's great. I didn't know what to order because I'm a weird, you guys, they were going to send me a kit in the mail to make my own meal. And that's what they do. They send you, this box comes in the mail with everything you need to cook a meal, which I've had before. What I didn't expect is it was so high quality. It's like I walked up the street to an organic grocery store and I picked out everything myself. Everything was so fresh. It was, it came uh, like completely chilled in this box with ice packs. And I'm talking, they sent me uh, this like pistachio crusted salmon to make. They sent me pork chops. They sent me, oh, what else did they send? I mean, it was like, it was three different meals they sent me that were all, I asked for gluten-free. I'm not on the keto diet, but I tend to eat that way. I'm a low carb eater, kind of paleo. So I asked them to send me gluten-free and keto. I wanted to compare. You guys, the food was amazing. The salmon was so fresh. I even ate the pork chops, which I don't even, I like very rarely eat that kind of meat. It it just, when I took everything out of the box, I wanted to make it all. It was easy. It took about 30 minutes to make a meal. I made it for someone that I invited over to pretend I know how to cook. And it was awesome. You guys, seriously, if you're not a cook, which I'm not, you could totally fool somebody into thinking you're like a legit chef with this. So I want you to try out Green Chef. Okay, what they'll do is you'll order it. They'll send you everything you need to cook. Uh, It's okay to sit outside for a while if you're not home when it shows up. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, the shopping, all the prep. I mean, you have to do a tiny bit of prep, like cut some things. So you need like a knife to make this, you know, but it's it's so easy. The sauces are already pre-made. The dressings are pre-made. Go to Green Chef. I want you guys to go to greenchef.us slash datefails. One more time, that's greenchef.us slash datefails. Green, like the color green, greenchef.us slash datefails to get 50% off your first box of Green Chef and let me know how you like it. Ooh, it was so good. I'm getting hungry just talking about it. Greenchef.us. 
<sighs> what a great day. Lots of good sponsors. Thank you all. All right. Back to this business. Do you like what made you decide to do comedy? Um, I uh, always listened to it when I was a kid. Uh, I there was one in particular. Um, this is right when Amazon started taking off. I uh, like uh, it was from Oklahoma, like the blue collar shit kind of. Everyone was like, ah, blue collar comedy order. But I didn't realize at the time that each of those guys had their own albums. So mm-hmm. I like went on Amazon and I was like looking at it. So I just like would add it all to my shopping list. And I was like, I'll just send it to my family. That's what I want because I just like comedy. Always watching the the uh, Comedy Central presents. I loved all those and uh, Mitch Hedberg's and Jim Gaffigan's. I remember those like very well. Like uh, Dane Cook's as well because that was you know when I was coming up in school. Just, he was blowing up. And then uh, I went on Amazon, put it all in there, and thanks to Amazon's algorithm, was like, if you like this, people that bought this also bought this. I was like, all right, Demetri Martin. And then from there, I was like, oh, Jim Gaffigan. And it just kind of exploded into all these people that had albums. And I just, I was using LimeWire at the time and putting viruses. All Amazon recommends me is like naked photos of football players. Like, that's it. They just know what I like. Yeah. They're they're not paying taxes for a reason. They're they're, they're killing it. Dude, what the fuck? It's crazy that you guys probably don't even know. Amazon has not paid taxes. And so, like, they. And like 1.2. Two trillion dollars or something it's like that. It's insane. You gotta look this up. I just found out about this. They don't pay tax. I owe the government like seven thousand dollars, <laughs> and Amazon is paying nothing. And look yeah. at this shithole that I'm living in. People yeah. are walking by right now with guns. Like that's where it's not that bad. There's no guns, but there really are people <laughs> walking outside the window. Dude, this neighborhood is getting worse. There's all a the school, time. right? It's just not. That's not too like. It at least seems like a nice area. This school. Okay, listen. <laughs> There's a school across from me. First of all, it's a preschool. That preschool is so ghetto. The playground is asphalt. They don't even have grass. Like if their kids are literally rolling around on the asphalt, they have free Zumba classes there while the kids are in school. Like you can go and take Zumba. At That's the funny. Yeah, and then next door, definitely, there's a gang, 100%. The guys steal drugs. I know they do. I see them standing outside all day long. I mean, I've never bought drugs from them. I actually kind of like that there's gang guys because I feel like if I had a problem, I could go next door and be like, hey, yo, who has a gun? Fix, like, the, I, fix my problem. Yeah. But, man, it's getting so bad. And then I was complaining to my friend because there's a, a place up the street. This little old lady, man, this is sad. This little old lady just spent, like, three days painting her fence. She just repainted her whole fence. And then the next day, some dude graffitied on it. And it's not even cute. It's not even cool graffiti. It's just like his name. Like, these people are just assholes in my name. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting mad. I, but I can't move because my rent is so cheap. Yeah. Like, what I pay for this apartment now, I've been here four years, it would be like six, $700 more. Holy hell. Week. Yeah. So I can't ever leave. Never. I'm here forever, guys. I got a buddy of mine that uh, uh, did the same thing. Um, he just, like, got in, like, a real good situation. I was like, how much is it? He told me, I was like, well, he, like walking distance from the store and everything. I was like, I, but like, he I know like, one of those too, man. My friend lives in a place right by the store and he pays $700 for a studio. We might be talking about the same person. Maybe. I want to kill that motherfucker. It's not fair. I'm like, how do you have this? Right. I'm going to make it. Is it off sweetser? I don't remember. No. I, try, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. That it might be. I dropped him off there. Is he black? No. Okay. Different guy. <laughs> Ooh, but also, uh, I don't know, I'll talk about it later. What, is he half black? No, no, no. I was just, well, I, I, I don't, it's not, not a bad, I don't want to give people's money away or whatever, yeah, so yeah, I'm not going to be an asshole about it. But. I'm looking through your joke book now. Like, do you have a favorite joke out of here? Um, 
out of all of them, uh, there's a there's a lot of silly ones. I honestly I don't know a lot of the new one, but I did do a lot of the, out of the first one, the wardrobe. I mean, I feel like is it cheesy to read the jokes out of it because I feel I like know. they're funnier when you read them. Like, like yeah. these jokes are like are dad jokes, but this, that's why are. it's for that's why it's jokes for your yeah. unfunny father. But like. The, there was one in here about a wizard, you guys. And when I read the wizard joke, I was like, fuck wizards. I love yeah. this book. <laughs> <laughs> that one is, uh, some, uh, New Zealand has a grand national wizard, as does the KKK. Because yeah. the, the leader of the KKK, the top right. guy is the, the grand wizard or something like that. Uh, That's so funny. But yeah, there, there's just all, like, this one is the one I ended this book on. It's just a stupid one. It says, the soil in your backyard is two million years old. And the soil in your front yard is in a different location. <laughs> It's just, it's just stupid little, yeah. You had to, you had to see the yeah, book. It's you guys. just, they're you just really dumb and fun. But, but I did, fun. I did take a handful of them and start doing them in my act just because they're. I, I like the jokes. I mean, they might be dad jokes, but like, what is it? Uh, put a can of Coke in water, it'll sink. A can of Diet Coke in water, it'll float. And if you put a can of PBR in water, it is still a shitty beer. That's hilarious. Like, Some of these are just also great facts. Like, like, where did you get this fact? Falling in love costs you, on average, two close friends. <laughs> like, did I'll you pick that up? No, no, no. All the facts are real. I ended That's up. That's not a fact. It, that it, it's it's facts based on uh, his, uh, on research that I did not do, um, but I'll tell you what I did. I uh, when I was doing this, I would download. I had like three or four a- apps on my phone that was like you know facts about animals, facts about the human body, all this stuff. But there was someone that just got so wordy and it was just like trying to. You had to sift through a hundred of them to find five good ones or whatever. And I was going to uh, Montreal for a a work thing. And um, I was at the airport and went to the uh, bookstore, found a, I just found a book of facts. I bought the book and it's just, it's like four or five facts on each page. I started writing punchlines in the margins. That's all I did. It's so interesting. I kind of do that on Twitter. I follow Uber Facts and some of those, and yeah. I do that. But I mean, just, their facts are fucking like Uber Facts. I'm like, where are you getting these? Are not facts. Yeah. There's no facts on it. Some of the facts that they post are things like uh, women with fake breasts are ten times more likely to have sex today. And you're like, where are you getting this? Where is this information coming from? I might have made that up. Well, th- that's probably true, actually. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, that fact is real because I just decided. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but they have the ability to reject more sex daily. I know. It is weird. Boobs are a weird thing because yeah. I got my boobs done, as everyone knows. And, like, it's funny because I didn't even go that big. And I don't really ever wear anything where you can see them. I mean, very rarely. But it is crazy how it just... Guys, you do get hit on so much more, even if they're covered up, even if they don't... I don't know what it is, but, like, what is that? Why? How do they even know they're there when they're hidden? Uh, I don't know. I think it has something to do with, like, attitude. Like, you just act... Maybe I just act different. Yeah, Maybe. I thought you'd have a better answer. For this I don't know. Since you I have just a penis. I, no. I uh, well, <laughs> I just I, I'm a fan of boobs, but I don't know. It's like um, I guess that's the answer. You have yeah. Boobs. I just uh, yeah. I, that's it. I uh, I don't know. Just I guess because being as kids or whatever, it's such a, uh, it's a forbidden thing. Like oh, the girls dressed up or whatever, blah blah. blah. And then you know, you just, I don't know. It's a. I feel like it's a, a caveman lizard brain shit. Like it's just. I do too. I think that we should just have like. women should be able to just show their breasts like on the beach like we should just have because it would desexualize it yeah i think a little bit because there's not as much sex crimes in countries where they have topless beaches yeah that's another fact i made up 
But, but it sounds real. I literally just agreed with you. But I would. I, <laughs> no, I'm willing. I am. I'm willing to bet that that is a is a factual statement, though. Put that in your book, your next book. There we and go. Make a joke out of it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into a little bit of dating stuff since I have you. Can yeah. we do this? Can Fine. I ask you personal questions? Go for it. Okay, so um, how you're single, which I mm-hmm. didn't know. You said you've been in L.A. about two years. Is that yep. right? Okay, a year and L- a half. A little less than. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's the dating scene been for you in LA? Do you hate it? Do you want to kill yourself? Are you on apps? What's the deal? Uh, on Tinder, don't. I'm on Bumble, but I don't do anything with it. I'm on Hinge. Same thing with that. I've matched with a few people. Uh, I actually went on a date yesterday. Ooh, just how'd it go? Boring. Where'd you just, go? Uh, just uh, a Mexican restaurant in NoHo. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just like. Why was it boring? She was boring. Uh. I felt like I was keeping the conversation going, and I always, I always feel like I overtake the conversation. Mm. And not today. Well, I, I just, <laughs> good but, job. This is a great date. Yeah, you know, I'm trying. And uh, but it's like I feel like I usually overtake the conversation because in my brain, I like I feel like I'm a very interesting person. I get to do some cool shit. I do comedy. You know, I'm fucking, I'm a cook and shit. Like so, just like I've got like all these fun. I just right apparently I should be the the perfect match for any woman in the world I can cook and I'm funny oh my god you being a comedian is a, actually just so you know a, a giant red flag for most women apparently <laughs> but like, in that's theory that's not a selling point typically I but mean, then on the cooking thing they're the like the cooking oh, thing you know. is yeah that, that brings it back around but uh yeah so last night it was just uh like I was you know I'd like get to the end of my story and she'd laugh or whatever and it would just stop I was like not gonna add anything. It's like I have to keep trying to fucking pry shit out. Did you like, ask her questions? Yeah, but we had also talked a bit on um, uh, texting ahead of time. So I was like, I don't want to like re ask questions and then you get too yeah, repetitive see, and it's just. That's a piece of advice I give often is don't text too much before the first date because then it's like you've had so much conversation and it's yeah. like, now what? You're there. What do you talk about? Did you guys drink? Yes. Because I always find that the date is never going well until after my first drink. I really loosen up. I get nervous. I I will say it seemed yeah it seemed like it was a little bland and then we started drinking and it got a little more loose. open yeah a little more loose and then it just like at the end just kind of like tightened up again and then she had to head out and I was like all right so I mean you know what I met a guy the other night at a bar and he was hot and. Um, he seems successful. I mean, he has a place on both coasts, so I mean, like, he must be doing all right. I don't have a place on one coast, fuck. Like, yeah, no, (laughs) I know, I know. He definitely was doing all right, and like, we had chemistry. It was actually kind of weird because it it was weird to meet someone for me. This is rare that, like, as soon as they're close to me. I kind of like had the impulse to kiss this guy, and he's like a stranger. Like, it was very odd. That never happened to Hmm. me. So, like. But I would never do it. I wouldn't kiss a stranger. But the I guy, think he'd have been fine. But I mean, he would like, have been okay with it, I'm sure. But what was weird is he came up next to me. He stood at the bar. Uh, the bartender came over. I ordered my drink. And then he paid for my drink. And then he didn't buy a drink. So it was like he actually just came up to the bar just to wait to pay for my drink. But he didn't say... Like, can I buy you a drink? He didn't say anything. He just did it. It was so weird. And the whole energy of our whole conversation was that. Because then I kind of, I started, he was like, hey, um, what's your name? I said, Kate. And then he said whatever his name was. And then, like, he was like, where are you from? And I was like, well, I mean, I live here. And every time I would say something, I would wait for him to add. It's like exactly what you're saying. I would wait for him to add something like, oh, cool, I'm from New York or whatever. 
but he would just, I would answer his question and then he would just stand there and stare at me. Yeah. And then it was like, it was so awkward because I was like, am I supposed to fill this? And so then I got so awkward that I actually was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And when I came back from the bathroom and it was weird because I actually thought he was cute and I wanted to talk to him. But since he wasn't moving the conversation, Mm -hmm. when I came back from the bathroom, I sat in a booth like on the other side of the bar where no one was really hanging out. And I was actually texting anyway. So I started texting some people back. All of a sudden I look up and he's sitting in the booth next to me. Like he had slid into the other side of the booth. It was like one of those round tables. But he, I hadn't noticed until he was right next to me. Jesus. I look up and he's there. And then I was like, hi. And he was like, were you trying to get away? <laughs> and and I, I was like. It didn't I, work. Fuck. I know. I was like, I don't know. I, I just had to um, get back to some people. And he was like, okay. He's like, so what are you doing, you know, later? By the way, it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, there's no later. I'm going home. But it was just like, and I was like, I guess he's just trying to get laid for sure. Right. But. Then also, like, at the end of the night, he didn't ask for my number. It was just the weirdest interaction I've really ever had with someone at a bar. And it just, it kind of was like, this is, it reminded me why I don't ever talk to people at bars. (laughs) Right, yeah. Because that was, he was really cute. I don't know. Maybe he was married. I'm still not sure what the deal was. It was very odd. You think he was just like, probably trying to get laid, right, that uh, night? You would think so, yeah. I mean, that would be my go-to. In the, but at the same time, yeah. But at yeah, the same yeah, time, yeah. wouldn't you at least be like, well, can I get your number? Can we hang again sometime? Yeah. So maybe it's just like, he's just, maybe it was high or something. I don't it was know. very weird. Yeah. That that was my awkward, I mean, that's not even a date fail. It was more like yeah. just like an awkward met a guy yeah. fail. Because I've had two dates, uh, like, in the last two weeks. And one was uh, last Friday. Damn, and it was... <laughs> yeah, this one boring as hell as well. It was always just like after I left it, I was like, I could have just gone to a mic. Like this is just, I I feel like I wasted time. Why was that one boring? I, same concept. Like I just it, it was same process or whatever. Just she was just like I was I talk and just stop and then just like ha. <laughs> Maybe I'm you can ask add them more it. questions. I guess I don't know. I feel like I do, but and I think she was just like she short answers. Because not like, because you know, what's your favorite movie? Uh, Batman. And you just stop or whatever. It's like really, oh, fucking add to it. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like if it's just like ah, oh, I love this. You know whatever. You're just going with the Batman thing. It's like I love Michael Keaton. He's one of my favorite actors. Blah 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 blah. You can't add it, but no, it was just like simple answer. You know what? Straight this answer. is why I don't Straight really answer. believe in dating apps. Well, like it's not that I don't believe in dating apps. Just when you meet someone at a bar or like okay I've been hanging out with this guy a little bit and it's mm-hmm. somebody that I've known for a while in the peripheral like he's someone right. I, I've seen around I've talked to a little I didn't know him well but like for me I tend to do a lot better when I date someone that I've kind of met a few times I already know that there's at least like an easy rapport so it just feels like natural for him to go like hey you want to grab a drink tomorrow night or you like whatever as opposed to if you date someone cold off an app, even if you could build chemistry, it takes yeah. a while. That's right? true. Yeah. How often do you meet someone that just in a cold conversation, you sit down with them and just instantly click and it's like, yeah. you, you should have known each other forever. Like, has that ever happened to you? No. Well, no, not really. I mean, it's been, I'll say right off the bat, but maybe, you know, a couple hours of chatting. But there, then there's, there's a... a 
that build of it, I guess. Um, That's also like, no, a couple hours on a first date, though. If you make it that far, then I guess you're kind of, it's going well. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a date where I met someone it was just instant, like. I feel like, because for me, it's always uh, 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 fucking, you know, judge a book, all that shit. But it's like, it's a physical attraction at first. And then from, I feel like it is for most people. Yeah. Um, but then after that, it's like, there's no substance to it. But like. Usually I just kind of pull myself out of the situation. I'm like, oh, you're not really, I got to there's a thing, whatever, and fucking get away from the situation. But especially with the apps, it's that's all it is. It's like, yeah, there's a profile on there, but 90% of the time, who reads the fucking thing? I do. Do you? Well, that, not if it's long. That, well, here's the thing. <laughs> exactly. If it's a paragraph. I, just being myself, I guess to the point where it's not up to me. Like, I could just say yes or no. So I just swipe right on everybody, and then if any of the girls match with me, that's what I roll with. That's what all the guys do. That's why I have 15,000 matches on Tinder. I literally am not exaggerating. I have 3,000 Tinder matches right now. Holy shit. Yeah. I have zero because I looked at them all and then... Is it 3,000 matches? No, it's 3,000 likes. Because they can now, like, if they pay, they can like you. It's not matches because I don't really even... I'm on... Okay, I, full disclosure, I got back on Tinder because um, a great couple that I know met on Tinder, and I just couldn't believe they met on Tinder. I was so shocked. I'm like, what? I mean, the guy's, like, really successful and hot and, like, an artist and, like, uh, shouldn't be on Tinder, and the girl's, like, the dopest chick, and I'm just like, okay, if this happened for them, it could happen. Yeah. And then I got on there. I'm like, this is a bunch of fucking losers. Like, this is not... Where is this guy? No offense if you're on Tinder. I'm on it, too. I'm a loser as well. I'm just <laughs> saying, like... The people I match with are like, I work at a skateboard shop, and I like in my free time, I like to go eat donuts at Trejo's, whatever. Nothing wrong with Trejo's donuts. I'm just saying, it's not like this guy's like, this guy's like a dream catch that she met. Where, what app is that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I I don't care anymore. I'm done, dude. I went on a good date, you know, once last week. I had a good date. I, I have had a couple of dates lately that it's going well, but the guys, they can't keep it chill. And I know right. that that's usually like the guy's problem, but like. Why? Well, what I mean is I'm open to a relationship, but I have found in my experience, and I could be wrong, that guys either don't want a relationship or they're in such a hurry once they realize that you're cool to, like, lock it down because they... Okay. So, guys tend to go from zero to a hundred on me. Like, if once they realize they like me, it's like pr- the pressure's on me. Right. Okay. I get you. I think I'm like the guy. And I'm, like, in a place right now where I'm actually really happy being single and I'm open to a relationship, but I need you to move at a snail's pace. Like, the last couple guys that I fell for... We're not what I thought they were. So now I'm being really, really, really cautious. Yeah. And I think like that guys aren't used to girls that don't want like you to move right in. Guys, most women I think want a relationship. So guys, when they meet one that isn't in a hurry, that Those, makes them want you more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe this is a trick, ladies. You should just pretend you don't want them. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they all want you if you're just like not, if you're not like jumping on it and they're a good catch. They are like so confused. Yeah, because I there's a handful of uh, girls that I know, and a couple of them are in the comedy scene, which is also a like, man, eh, how do you <sighs> fucking do you do that? Do you not? And then there are a few like work at places that I always hang out, so it's like, 
don't know. But it's just one of those things. It's just like, I've asked a few of mine. They said no. And I was like, all right. Fucking, I did what I could. Like, and I'm not going to push it and be, a, you know, be fucking, you know, creepy. And like, well, come on. Well, what about Tuesday? You know, he's going to fucking, I'm fucking not going to do anything. But at the same time, it, I'm still sitting there like. Well, let me ask you a question about that. When you ask them out and they say no, what is the reason they give you? Um, one girl's in the comedy scene and she said, I don't think I'd date a comic. And I said, all right, I, I kind of get it. It's the whole, I, I get that whole stigma and all this shit. Just I say that too. Right. But it, then I do date comics sometimes by yeah. accident. <laughs> um, it's true. That's funny. It happens. And uh, I had one girl that was, she just said, uh, you know, like, uh, it's not you. It's just like, we kind of work together. So... It's just a place that I do comedy at. Um, uh, one of the places, and I uh, was just like, all right, I get it. You don't want to like, and also it's one of those things like, if I say, oh, my girlfriend, and everyone can, you know, look over and go, her? Oh, yeah, okay. I have advice for you on this. Yeah. Because this happened to me recently. So actually, so many people have written to me and been like, I like this girl, but I think she has me in the friend zone. Yeah. Is there any way out? And in the past, I used to say, once a girl puts you in the friend zone, okay, if you're in the friend zone, like, for a long, long time, you might be stuck in the friend zone. But I recently had a guy who kept asking me out, asking me out, asking me out for, like, two years. Mm -hmm. This guy was asking me out. And I just kept saying no because of various reasons. We worked together, like, just... I don't know. I wasn't into him that way. I, I knew somebody else that used to date him. I felt weird. There were a lot of reasons. I just kept saying no. And I really wasn't into him that way. Like, I just saw him as like a pal. Okay. And then the thing is, a lot of guys, when they ask you out and you say no, they get butthurt and they start to kind of be like a dick. Not like an overt dick, but just like they don't really, they're not as nice to you. You know, a lot of guys make the mistake of when you say no. They don't hang in there as a friend. They just go away. So this guy, he at one point was like, look, I get it. You don't want to date. That's cool. He's like, I just think you're dope. And I, I just, I don't know you that well. And I think it'd be fun to get to know you more. So even if you want to just kick it like in groups, like just hang as friends, I would love that. And it was so weird and rare for someone to be like that, that I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then I started hanging out with him in groups for a little while as a friend. Right. And then one night when he took me home, he kissed me. And I never thought that he would do it because I had already told him no so many times. And I'm not saying you guys should like be creeps. And like, <laughs> Pounce on him. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like overly aggressive or anything. I mean, I went in for a hug and he just kissed me, which is a ballsy move. Right. But the thing that I didn't expect is there was chemistry. Okay. I did not expect that because I was never attracted to this guy. And so all of a sudden... I'm like, holy shit, I might actually consider going out with this guy, which I never would have, he never would have got there if he hadn't hung in there and hung out as a friend and showed right. me he was down to get, still get to know me either way. Right. So my point is when these girls say no to you, maybe not a bad move to be like, well, even, I just think you're so dope. Like, Cause a lot of guys, they only see bang you or not bang you. And they don't realize right. that if they show interest in your personality, that's yeah. a big turn on sometimes. Yeah, because and I, I've always and I've said this before, and it, it's always backfired. Uh, but I just like because because uh, I say, hey, would you like to go out on a date or whatever? And uh, girls are like, well, I don't want to date. Blah blah blah. I'm not dating right now. Uh, and I'm like, well, just because we go on a date doesn't mean we have to date. Like that is there is a difference, but you don't think about it. 
I feel. I see what you mean. And uh, for me, it's just like, that's my way of saying, let's hang out so we get to know each other. But in the, not in the group version that he did, which makes more sense because then there's like literally no expectations at all. You're just hanging out as friends with, with friends. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those things. He didn't even say it like it can be in groups, but the way he did it was just like, I just want to get to know you. And then right. he would just invite me to stuff. He'd go, oh, I'm at this party at so-and-so's place. Come through. Or, oh, I'm out for drinks with these people. So it was like... A couple times he just caught me on a night when I was like, and by the way, he kept this up for a long time. Like there were times I didn't answer. There were times, but like he would just throw out invites. And and a couple of times I was like, you know, I had a stressful day. A drink doesn't sound bad. Why not? Yeah. And like, it was just, it was very chill, like no pressure. But I think I also have been in places before where I've said I'm not dating right now. And I do mean it. And so like. Yeah, maybe the problem is like to go from a different angle. Just, just literally, just say like that you just want to get to know them, even as friends, mm-hmm. and then just invite them to like parties every once in a while. If, if they keep saying no, who cares? And you just, yeah, you know, they'll stop answering. But yeah. you never know. All I'm saying is that I this is the first time someone's ever managed to like get in this way, <laughs> and it kind of worked. Right. It's kind of working on me a little yeah. bit. God, I'm lucky in the sense that like I'm still friendly with. Three girls in particular, four, four, and like I'm still on good terms with everybody. Like, there's no Your exes, like, you mean, or girls? No, you no, no, up just with? the girls that I've asked oh, out. Asked out. Oh, just, that's great. Yeah, like I still chat with them, and you know, just how you doing? Everything good? Yeah. How the audition goes? Shit like that. I mean, we're still friendly. It's it's not the whole people. Like, she said no to me. I'm just fucking like just. Keep it normal. I, like I, I've always done that because they said no. I'm like, all right, fuck. Because I've I've always had this mentality. And I just do is just ask, ask the question. The worst thing you're going to get is a no. And it's you're going to, so and that's, uh, I asked Sam if I could help with fucking Sycamore. It's and so true. I got to do it. Like See? that's all I did. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, I mean, also if you want out of the friend zone, if there's a girl, you've been in the friend zone for a while. I, I mean, try to kiss her one time. Well, if you try to kiss a girl, that's not, to me, that's not, like, uh, the worst thing that could happen is she stops you and says no. But if you really, really, really like her, because if this guy had not kissed me, I'm telling you, I never, ever, ever would have thought that we should go out. Right. It never crossed my mind. Like, I just, sometimes you just don't see someone that way. I mean, have you ever made out with a chick you didn't think you would be into, but then you have mad chemistry? Like, is it, I mean, I know guys are more visual, I mean, I like hot guys, too, but, like, there's been a few guys that are, like, average that when you kiss, there's more spark. I'm going to say no on that. (laughs) No, not in a... Men are so shallow. No, no, not in a a way. I just... Not that I wouldn't let it happen. It's just I don't think it ever has happened. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm trying to think. It's like, no, not really. (laughs) Okay, that's just me. Okay, Okay, never mind. Take that back. Well, maybe it happens more for women. I know it happens for women sometimes. Well, has there, okay, before we get out of here, um, do you have like a horrible date story, a horrible sex story, most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in a relationship, just anything I, awful? Uh, I got, I, I got two, they're both really, uh, really short. Um, uh, this oh, is okay. with my, uh, first serious girlfriend in high school and, uh, she was my first kiss. This is weird. Like she was my first kiss and then we like broke up and then like I asked her out like a year later and she was just like, I like, I learned how to be funny. 
Okay. Like, just like, and also like, <laughs> kind of like coyishly, like confident and little shit. Like I had a picture of my sister in my wallet and she was talking to me one day and she's like, Oh cute. And I go, yes, I am. Thank you. And I was just being silly. Right. And she was just like, whatever. And it worked. And we uh, started dating on Valentine's day. Cause fucking, you know, Oh my God, that's so cheesy. Yeah. Hey, junior year of high school. Work out. Like Romeo. Work, like do what white. I can. And, uh, <laughs> fucking, white guy uh shit. it was, uh, but we were, uh, hanging out and we hadn't really done anything. We'd made out few times that's about it uh while we were dating and uh at the time the, f- the first vehicle i had was an 87 full-size dodge van total creeper van my grandpa oh my God. Yeah, yeah yeah and like there was a uh there's a grocery store and uh like uh we were, were i had to take her home and i was like oh yeah and she i said don't tell your parents we're gonna leave 10 minutes later let's go make out or whatever so we like parked behind this grocery store and my stomach was so bad like i was like yes andrew Worked it. Got a girl in your van, which sounds creepy as shit. But yeah, just it really, like, it really does. <laughs> in your vehicle. Uh, Wait, what do you mean your stomach was bad? I like nerves. I, no, 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 no. Like, like I ate something. Oh, it's exactly okay. what happened. Okay. And I was like, ah, because she was like, all right, you were like kind of hot and into it and everything. And I was like, I, I got I to go to the gas station. She's like, well, I go, which, which. Probably go and like luckily nothing happened, but I just like get to the gas. I just like I'll be right back. And I was it's probably like I don't know 10 15 minutes. And I was just, like, this is before like the common text of like hey, is everything or whatever. And I was just like, all right. And then I just got back. I was like, sorry about that. Just got in the car, drove her home. I mean, we dated for like another year and a half, so like it wasn't like you guys are hooking up in the back of the van. No, no, we weren't hooking up. We were just like going to like because there were like bench seats. We we're just laying down to like make out. Oh my god, and then well, my, yeah, that's fucking and up. then my stomach was just I like, know. hey, bro. Uh, you ate something bad and we oh, need to fucking shit. so that happened that's not that bad though. No, you it didn't wasn't actually terrible. like shit your pants or anything no I didn't but uh, th- I guess that's this nothing is, I've shit my pants I mean you you, <laughs> you you explained one of those stories on the Liars Club uh, which oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 cross promote and uh so uh, the other one was uh, I went to this is the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City the co- local comedy club and I just went to go see some friends uh, okay. uh, my friends were performing I uh, was hanging out and there was this one girl uh, it was there we were chatting and then we hit it off and then we go to one of the uh, someone's house that also is around and uh, we go over there and we're hanging out and we're sitting on the uh, couch in the living room and Star Wars is on because it was on, and uh, but it kind of is pertinent to the story. It was the new, it was the, the Force Awakens, and uh, we're like, I'm a dork. I You're know, like that. the Force is awakening in my pants. Pretty pan. much. So yeah. <laughs> so we go over there, and then uh, my buddy was just like, Oh, we just moved in, blah blah blah. And but like, so we ran back to the back bedroom, and it was like it was his kid's bedroom, and we like threw down like the the mattress and the box spring or whatever, and. Uh, we're like laying down and she was like, yeah, so we're getting undressed and all this shit. And then for whatever reason, uh, nerves or drinking or a combination of the both, dick wasn't hard. It was just the first time oh, this has ever happened shit. to me is what it is. How old were you again? Oh, this was uh, two years ago. Oh, God. Um, I love you for telling this. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, yeah. It's fucking, I was just like, well, this happened. And we're like making out or whatever. It was all right, but it just, it wasn't like... Yeah. We're like, I, that's like, gotta be so embarrassing as a guy. It was a like 60% uh, like uh, uh, rigidness, I guess. It, it was a 40% <laughs> flaccid, I guess, however you wanna however you wanna put it. 40% flaccid. Um and uh That's the worst as a chick too, because you're like, is it hard enough? Like can I make it work? Yeah, Especially it was, if you're a little drunk, you want wanna do it. Exactly, and it was bad. So I was like, fuck whatever. So we go back in the living room and 
I think we'd been gone. I don't know if we were just making out for a while or whatever, but like the movie had looped around. The movie, you know, an hour and a half, two hours long, probably two hours. So it came back, and at the beginning of the movie, there's a part where the guy's supposed to shoot someone, and he doesn't do it because he's like getting all these emotions. And then later they go on this big ship, and then his captain comes up. Captain Phasma, for you nerds. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, for, for the movie that came out four years ago. Um, uh, but he comes up and uh, go, she goes, what happened? He goes, my black, uh, my blaster's broken. And she goes, you need to get your blaster check. And the girl looks at me and goes, so should you. And I was like. Oh, my God. And I could not even. I was no. just, I swear to Christ this happened. Oh, like, and, and I, well, but I was just like, I couldn't even get mad. I was like, well played. That's, that's actually so funny, though. That's good. I like this check. It was, yeah, it was. Uh, Did you ever end up getting to hook up with this girl? I uh, did not. Uh, her uh, her name is Miranda. I know that. Um, I got her number, and then she left. She accidentally left her. Oh, you just like her name's Miranda. Uh, we whatever. Need to share this. With an A, not an I. It's kind of weird. Um, but uh, she left her ring in my car because I drove over to the place, oh. and I hit her up because I just messaged her. Hey, by the way, you left your ring in my car. If you want to, you know, grab it or whatever. No response ever, and she's never responded. That's not nice because you couldn't get it hard. Hey, what are you gonna do? The one part of the story I was confused <laughs> about is when you went in the bedroom. You said you threw down the box springs and the mattress. Why were they? They, not- they were still moving, so they were leaned up against the wall. So I just like threw oh. it down, but it was his kid's room, which is kind of creepy, but It'd also so funny. I was hoping so much you were gonna be like, and then we did it on the race car bed, and she was yelling, "Vroom vroom!" I, like, I would have been down for that, <laughs> but no, it was more like, Pew. it just didn't. Oh. Um, Man. So yeah, it was. Uh, You're not alone. Yeah, I, I, as a girl, shit happens. I want to tell you that that experience is all. It, part of the reason she might not hit you back is because that experience is almost as embarrassing for us. I got, I got one more. If yeah, you, you can time. tell another one. Okay. Yeah, that experience, by the way, is almost as embarrassing for a woman when you when you're not hurt because we can't help but feel like maybe it has something to do with us too. Like I mean. If I can't get a guy hard, I kind of am embarrassed. Like, I'm like, am I really bad at giving head? Right, right, Like, why can't I? And I do have to say, I want to think that in that situation, porn broke my brain. Because in porn, it's always like... Oh, blowjob, and then sex, and then he eats her out. Like, there's always a yeah, format yeah, to it. Yeah, I totally agree. So in my head, I'm like, well, she didn't blow me. It's not the same. Oh, so like, it's her fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it was, but it's my fault for watching I'm the kidding, porn. That got, no, I'm of kidding. course. But, like, set me in the mood. I'm just like, it didn't work the well, way did it was she, supposed to. Wait, so if it wasn't hard and she didn't blow you, that's partly, because if a guy's dick's not hard it's part, and you want to fuck him, it's a little your job to get it hard. Right. Somehow, yeah. did she touch it? Anything? I, it's this again. I, that part I don't know. I just remember the embarrassingly funny parts that were so great. I mean, what, the only time, I mean, the only time recent that I can remember that I that a guy wasn't hard. He actually said to me, "I think I'm really nervous because I've fantasized about this so many times," which actually made me <laughs> kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I That's like, funny. No, I don't really want to hear that because then I've no. I'm like, I I don't I don't want to know that as friends that's something that's been going on. But whatever. Wait, it's just got static again. Okay, Good. I want to hear your last date okay. fail. These uh, are great. Thanks. This Tell is, as many as you want. This is a combination, same girl, so, and I'm uh, I'm not going to say her name because this is, <laughs> this, eh, whatever, uh, but I'm going to tell her about the same episode. Same girl? You Different just girl. Said. No, no, no. These two stories that I'm going to say, they're like kind of, oh, okay. it's okay. all it's one okay. story, but they're kind of connected. I love it. Um, I, uh, I go back to the Looney Bin. It has to be Looney Bin. It's just the only place that apparently I can get laid at. Um, so I go there. I'm seeing some friends perform, and then I see this girl walk out, and I go, and I I realize that's one of my high school crushes, and I go, hey, and we start talking, 
and she's there for her birthday and uh, we're just chatting and then her friend comes up and her friend was like very drunk and she was like hey we're outside blah 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 blah. hi my name's blah 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 and I was like alright cool so she ran back outside and we picked up the conversation again she ran back and she was very drunk and then she was like hey we're gonna go to Edna's it's this local bar um, and I said cool uh, well it was a good chat she said you can join if you wanna come hang out and stuff I was like I got nothing to do so joined him sitting at the bar and uh Grab her shot of tequila, grab me a shot. We're just sitting there hanging, chatting or whatever. And she was a little drunk at this point. Um, and she goes in uh, and she kisses me. And, I, and like little 14-year-old Andrew in his head's like, fuck yeah, man. Like you <laughs> high school, like you made your dreams come true, whatever. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was like, cool. Then we go out on the patio and uh, they have like the, you know, like the little great, like metal great tables that have like the crisscross yeah, metal yeah. you can see yeah. through them. And we're sitting on those things and like, she was the hornier turn on or whatever it was, but like we're sitting there and she starts to undo my belt and my pants outside at this bar. And I'm like, fuck, let's oh, fucking shit. not. You're 14. No, 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 no. I know I'm saying little 14 year old Andrew in my oh, head. This, I was like, how are you at a bar? No, no, no. This was like, this was like two years Got ago, it. but I'm saying okay. the young Andrew inside of me that was like, like, we yeah, did it, man. I got you. Oh, so, damn. So she's like, so you guys, is there other people around you outside? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, can I would we? Do that. And I was like, can we fucking? And she was like, well, if you don't want me to, I was like, it's not that. It's just a here. I was like, I was, you know. How drunk is this chick? Uh, I've, enough, I guess. I I don't. I know. would do this to fuck with a guy just to see, like, like kind of like playing chicken, like just yeah, to see uh, when he would be like, well, I, like Stop. I think I think I grabbed my jacket and like covered my shit up, and I was like, hey, should you fuck around a little bit? Uh, but at the same time, I was like, it's weird. Um, so she was weird, like, yeah. they're like, we're going. I was like, all right, I'll give her a ride and uh we're going back and uh i uh, uh it was fun got some roadhead that was cool um there you, and, go. you know and then we go back and then we pass out uh or we go back to her uh, friend's room and then like i said she was really fucking drunk at this point and i only had a few beers like i was pretty coherent and i wasn't fucking gonna take advantage and she was like let's and i was like I, she was still kind of uh, conscious is a fucking bad way to put it, but she was still there. And then yeah, I, I'm fingering her or whatever. And then I don't know if you know about Nova Rings. That came out um, uh, completely by accident, obviously. And then I was like, I'll just put that on a side table, which is fucking hysterical. And uh, I was like, I passed that, and she was like, kind of out of it. I was like, hey, and she was like, hey. I was like, all right, you're, this is not gonna happen. So I pass out, uh, and then I wake up the next morning. I went out that night knowing I had to go to work at like ten the next morning. So I get up at like. 7.30, had to do 30 minutes to my house, 30 minutes to work. Guys don't care shit. when they're getting late. No, I hooked up with this one girl, and like, she was like, you won't come over. I was like, what's the address? I started heading over there, and she was like, uh, by the way, we just moved. And I was like, the house could be on fire. I'm still coming. I, I know. Don't, like, Guys do not care. It's like my girlfriend is like, I can't bring a guy home. My place is messy. I'm like, they'll fuck you in the dumpster outside. Like, yeah, they yeah. don't care. They just want to get laid. Not the slightest. Um, so I kind of like, a couple days go by, we don't really chat, and then... We kind of started. I just said, hey, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. It was good running into you. And uh, she was just like, uh, yeah. She goes, did we have sex the other night? And I was like, kind of, but not really. And she was like, oh, yeah, okay. Also, um, uh, uh, you know what a new ring is? I was like, oh, yeah. But she was like, what happened? I'm like, well, I was in, yeah. So, uh, and she was like, shit happens, I guess. So we kept chatting and hanging out. And then I was leaving for two, uh, about three, four weeks uh, on the road. And I said, well, hey, I'm about to leave. Um, uh, do you want to like hang out? Uh, she, uh, she's a big fan of Friends. I'm a big fan of Friends. I said we'll start on season one. Just watch what we can, um, and just you know enjoy the show. And then I'll make. Uh, I'll... You guys are watching Friends? Like you're like let's make a sitcom that's 20 years old. <laughs> hey, 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 I still listen to it to this day to go to sleep. I love that show. It is um, good. So uh, I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and I said I'll make lunch. Uh, it'll be good. And then a, a couple after this whole thing happened, she was like, 
our friends were like, did he ask you to Netflix and chill? And I was like, I didn't mean for it to be that way, but it kind of, and we also watched the DVDs, so there was no Netflix involved. And uh, right. <laughs> only because on the DVDs, there's extra features that is not in oh the regular God. show on You're Netflix. You're such a dork. I, I love 100% it. am. I love it. So I make uh, my chicken salad. It's my go-to. It's got like roasted jalapenos and roasted bell peppers and garlic. Hey, it's amazing. It. Guys, Annie's an author. So I, you know what? And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so we make it and we're eating and then we start making out and then she's like, you can go to the bedroom and I was like, let's do that. So we go back to the bedroom and then... Uh, uh, you know, clothes are coming off, and then uh, I'm, I'm fingering her, and then like she gets this look in her face. I'm like, "What's going on?" She goes, "Did you wash your hands after you cut the jalapenos?" Oh fuck! And I go, "No," and she goes, <gasps> and then runs into the restroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then I hear the shower turn on, and then I hear the blow dryer turn on. I'm like, "Well, oh, blow dryer is hot air. That's not going to help." Didn't realize there was a cold setting. And she, and she like pokes her head. Up. She's like, "I'll be right back." Ran, goes down the hallway, goes to her mom's bedroom, and at this point, I'm just throwing my clothes back on. I'm like, "Oh, she's got a poster of The Departed. That's really cool. She got the whole Harry Potter collection." I'm just like, "This like ruined everything." Oh my god, she's so nice that she even said, "I'll be right back." I'd be like, "You fucking piece of I'd be so mad." She ran down the hallway, gets down there, and then comes back, and I'm just sitting on her bed like. So that happened. Um, like this is hundred percent like a comedy movie thing. This is not did supposed she, to happen in did reality. Did she put anything? How do you calm that down? I didn't ask too many oh details, but she seemed like she was okay. But the day was kind of ruined. Kind so, of. Uh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I was fine, obviously. But uh, good for you, Andrew. Way to go. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting there, wow. and then I was just like, and we we're sitting there, and uh, her friend, uh, uh, we'll just call her Emily for this. Uh, but it was the girl that kept coming back to the table. It was real drunk, and like this is like her best friend. And she was like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, that's funny. I go, you're going to tell Emily, aren't you? And she goes, most definitely. I was like, cool. Good Dude, to know. That's where course. I am. Of course. We so. tell each other everything. Oh, yeah. that's a good one, man. Did yeah. you, now, did you... So, wait. The first night, you said you kind of fucked. Mm. What does that mean? We just, like, made out. And then, like, I, I fingered her. But, like, we didn't... Got it. I, th- I think... She didn't. Uh, yeah, I think... Like, I, I, second, I may have put a condom on, but then she was like out of it. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. Good, I'm glad. That's good. And yeah. then the second night, jalapeno happened. Yeah. So you, did you ever get to have sex with this woman? Finally. <laughs> Another <laughs> night. Like a month later, I think. She had you back after the jalapeno incident? That girl yeah. loved you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys then date for a while? Uh, Sort of. Uh, It was, was kind of like an on and off... We're, we're hanging out, but like she was going to another country to go to school. So... Wow. Wow. And I was ended up, I had plans on moving here. So it was one of those things. It goes things. to show you what happens if we like somebody enough. Well, like, <laughs> I had a guy, I have a rule about, I don't date guys. I don't, I know that I drink and stuff, but like, I won't date a guy who gets sloppy drunk in front of me. Yeah. Once that happens once, it's like such a big turnoff for me. But it happened to me one time, a guy got really wasted. So wasted, he almost peed in my closet. Jesus. Yeah, and you know what? I actually like that guy enough that I was like, I'm gonna give him a second chance. But if I ever see you this drunk again, I'm never. It's never happening. And he right. never did get that drunk in front of me ever again. Wow. So sometimes I think you just have to say, don't put your finger inside me when you cut jalapeno. Yeah, no shit. Don't let that be a lesson, boy. That's been that's been a joke ever since. Anytime I'm at work and I'm cutting jalapenos, I'll send a snapshot of it. She's like, it's not funny. I'm like, it's quite hysterical. Oh my actually. god, dude, you you were great. You were a great guest. You had great <laughs> stories. This was perfect. Thank your, you. Your I had books. Fun. Your books are out, guys. His name is Andrew Rose. You can find his books on what Amazon. You can go to Amazon. Um, uh, it's 365 funny facts for your unfunny father. They're both on Amazon. Uh, they're 20 bucks each if you want to grab them, uh, or, or you can go to my website. Um, if you order them by June 5th, which 
which will be next uh, Wednesday, June 5th or 6th, somewhere around there. Um, if you uh, grab one of those, uh, you can get both of them for $30, and then I'll send some bracelets, that some of my merch, and then some... Is it Father's Day stuff. coming up in June? June 16th. See? Father's so. Day gifts. Guys, support yeah. Andrew, because I just think it's really dope that you made a book. Yeah. And um, I'm really, I think it's just like, it's great that you have something that you can do, that you did hard work. A lot of comics are lazy. I'm trying. That's the truth. And like, you did a great thing. So congratulations. You. And you were a great guest. And uh, he did a guest set on my show and he was funny. So had a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks Follow him. Me. What's your social media handle? At uh, one Andrew Rose, the number one, not spelled out, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Oh, yeah. Guys, you know you can follow me at KQ Funny. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, my website is arosecomedy.com forward slash store for the, I said go to my website, but then oh, I didn't get my website. It's arosecomedy.com. That yep. was your arosecomedy.com. Cool. And guys, um, let's see. This is going to come out. I'm going to be in Beirut when this comes out. I'm so excited. I'm going to That's Beirut awesome. to perform. I know I'm a little nervous, but it's going to be great. No, it's just the, they bring over comics. There's a comedy club. It's called like Hollywood Pop-Up Comedy or whatever. Some chic going to bring you over and Some like going to keep you yeah, in Yeah, man. I'm going to be staying in a palace. No, it's like uh, me and Tehran and Renee Vaca. So so I'm the token white white girl. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm coming to Canada in June. I cannot remember. Rumors. I don't know where that is. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Coming to Rumors. Get your tickets. I'm all over the place. Guys, please keep listening to the podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate. I never remember to tell you that. Support our sponsor, our sponsors and uh, and subscribe to me on YouTube. And I love you. This has been Date Bells. Bye.